Your Total Wine & More store is ready to serve you with our always low prices on an incredible 8,000 wines and 2,500 beers. Want it today? Try our same-day delivery or contactless curbside pickup at TotalWine.com. Whether you're grabbing your favorite beer or pouring a glass to enjoy an evening on the deck, Total Wine & More has you covered. Visit any of our 12 stores in Northern Virginia. Your Total Wine & More store is ready to serve you with our always low prices on an incredible 8,000 wines and 2,500 beers. Want it today? Try our same-day delivery or contactless curbside pickup at TotalWine.com. Whether you're grabbing your favorite beer or pouring a glass to enjoy an evening on the deck, Total Wine & More has you covered. Visit any of our 12 stores in Northern Virginia. Welcome to the Indie Film Hustle Podcast, episode number 85. If you're locked to the words on the script, as good as those scripted words are, if you didn't have the time to rehearse them correctly, or if the perceived dynamic between the actors is different from what the writer imagined, and you're not allowed to stray from that, you're going to have a stilted scene. Mark Duplass. Broadcasting from the back alley in Hollywood, it's the Indie Film Hustle Podcast, where we show you how to survive and thrive as an indie filmmaker in the jungles of the film biz. And here's your host, Alex Ferrari. Welcome, my indie film hustlers, to another episode of the Indie Film Hustle Podcast. I am your humble host, Alex Ferrari. Happy 4th of July, everyone. I wanted to start off right away with giving everybody a happy 4th, happy Independence Day even though the the movie's not doing that well. But (laughs) happy Independence Day for all my American listeners. Today's show is sponsored by Masterclass, and specifically Werner Herzog's Masterclass. I am super, super, super excited about this course uh, that's going to be coming out real soon. But if you enroll now early, you'll get early access to his course. If you guys don't know who Werner Herzog is, he's an Academy Award-winning director. If you've heard his voice You'll know who he is. He directed Grizzly Man, among other great documentaries and feature films. He's got a total of 70 feature films, plus over 50 awards. It's remarkable. So he decided to team up with Masterclass.com to create an amazing online resource for filmmakers as he teaches you, as he says, the essentials of filmmaking that you can learn within two weeks and you definitely don't have to go to film school. This is over five hours of video. You'll get a workbook that you could download as well as access to Werner as well. So the course is coming out very, very soon, but if you sign up now, you'll get early access. So all you have to do is head over to IndieFilmHustle.com forward slash masterclass to download this amazing course, which I've already signed up for because I want to take it. So I wanted to give you guys an update on This Is Meg. We are cranking along on our crowdfunding campaign. Again, if you guys have ever found any value in anything I've given you guys over the course of the last year that Indie Film Hustle has been around, I can really, really use your help right now. Uh, please head over to thisismeg.com and check out our uh, crowdfunding campaign on Seeing the Spark. Take a look at it. There's a lot of cool incentives. You could be a guest on the show as well to promote uh, your movies, yourself, talk film, geek out, whatever you like. Also, a couple of uh, autographed James Cameron and Guillermo del Toro items, among a ton of other cool incentives as well. Uh, And also access to the Indie Film Syndicate. So you can actually watch uh, how I make a micro-budget feature film. And I'm going to tell you everything from the beginning 
to the end of how we make it from starting the LLC to selling it to a distributor. So the whole process. So again, head over to thisismeg.com. And thank you all who have supported us. Really, really, really appreciate it. Thanks so much, guys. So the one thing I've learned with This Is Meg and the journey I'm taking with This Is Meg is, uh, you know, it's taken me a long time to get my first feature off the ground, you know, getting it done. Uh, been Like I've said before in many other episodes, I've been attached to many projects before, but I've analyzed what I think happened to me over the last course of 20 years. And the thing is, is, uh, you know, as filmmakers, a lot of times we throw obstacles in front of ourselves. Uh, and one of the biggest obstacles is the screenplay, the ultimate most powerful thing is that screenplay, as everyone says. But as I've done research and I discovered that it's not all what it's cracked up to be. Now, don't get me wrong. Uh, screenplays are extremely important to filmmaking. Uh, and uh, understanding story is very, uh, very integral part of making a movie. But there are different methods. And you don't always need a screenplay. And I'm going to list off many many examples of them uh, of of projects that you have seen and you have heard of that you'd be surprised had no screenplay so this inspired me to do this is meg in that same way we're using a outline a very structured outline and what i found out while doing research uh, and watching all of these movies and reading every article i can get my hands on and listening to the, commentary tracks and things like that and interviews with the filmmakers is that they all have a very specific story they want to tell. So there's a very structured story with scenes, very structured scenes throughout the piece, but the dialogue and a lot of the stuff that happens in the scene is completely improvised. So for a perfect example is that uh, for what we're doing in This Is Meg, we have a very structured um, story so we have a beginning, middle, and end. We, we follow the hero's journey like any other screenplay would. Then within each scene, we have beats. These beats have to be hit in order for the movie to move forward in a proper manner. So we tell the actors, these guys, look, guys, these are the, the beats that have to happen. How you get to those beats is up to you. And let's kind of all work together to come up with something. And we start to play. And it was so freeing. It's being so freeing so far shooting with these amazing actors and you have to have amazing actors who are versed in improv and I've been blessed with amazing cast that has uh, years uh, sometimes even decades of improvisational skills and experience so definitely a key part of doing this kind of movie and if you when you're hiring an actor you got to make sure if you're going to do this kind of movie that they are on board with this because a lot of actors love a script they want to learn their lines and they want to come in and do their job and 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 not have to think like that just kind of be the actor and not think about the words so you have to you really have to let them know what's going on and how to do it and in the indie films and in, in the in the syndicate in the indie film syndicate i'm going to go into great detail about how we're doing this process how we're shooting it uh what the process is with the actors we're going to go in real detail because i think it's something that is a key to freeing a lot of independent filmmakers from the chains of having to write a very detailed multiple screen, multiple revisions, seven years doing a screenplay where you can focus on a wonderful structure, a wonderful story, wonderful stories within the scenes, but let actors and yourself just kind of play with it on the day. And there's a lot of things that kind of like the opening quote said when Mark Duplass said is sometimes the dynamic between the actors isn't right 
or the scene's not working the way it was written. And if you're not free to kind of go off and play within the moment, it's very, very difficult uh, to get a good scene. So I'm going to list off a few things, a few people and a few uh, films that you might have not known were uh, completely, if not heavily, improvised. Now, one person that you think of when, when I say the word Stanley Kubrick, most people don't think of the word improvise. Most of the people don't think of, you know, Stanley being a uh, kind of less be in the moment kind of director, which he wasn't. But with that said, some of his most famous scenes in his movies were improvised. The um, Jack Nicholson line, uh, here's Johnny in The Shining, completely improvised. The entire dance rape scene from Clockwork Orange, completely improvised. He basically told Rodney McDowell, do you know a song? He's like, yeah, the only song I know is Singing in the Rain. I'm like, great, let's do it. And they kind of did it. And that was it. It was completely improvised. I think he did one take of that, one or two takes, if I'm not mistaken. The uh, in, Dan- in uh, Doctor Strange Love, and or How I Learned How to Stop Worrying About Worrying and Love the Bomb, the entire uh, call to the president, uh, uh, the president calling the Soviet premiere, completely improvised. Because he had Peter Sellers, and Peter Sellers was an amazing, amazing talent. Uh, he also had uh, the the line, I can walk in Dr. Strangelove. But the one that was most impressive to me in Stanley's uh, movies is the opening sequence of Full Metal Jacket. That entire like eight minute or 10 minute sequence of the drill instructor introduction was completely improvised. He uh, Stanley had written stuff, but when um, when the actor came in on board, he just came up with stuff so much better that he just let him go. And sometimes you have to be that way with an with uh, with not only an actor but with a, as a director. So I just wanted to put that out there. And then also in Blade Runner, the entire rooftop soliloquy from Rucker Hauer is completely improvised. One of the most famous scenes in that movie, completely improvised. So there are moments like that uh, throughout films. I mean, and I can go, I could list off just scenes upon scenes upon scenes. Um, now those scenes were those movies were not heavily improvised, but those scenes were completely improvised. So I just wanted to use those as a point. One of the movies I found in my research that I could not believe was improvised was a two hundred million dollar movie that you've all seen more than like most more than likely is Iron Man. Yes, the Robert Downey Jr. Iron Man, the movie that launched the Marvel Cinematic Universe, was heavily improvised. And this is straight from uh, Jeff Bridges in an interview. He said, man, we had no script. I'm going to quote him here. They had an outline. We would, show up to the, we would show up for big scenes every day, and we wouldn't know what we're going to say. We would have to go into our trailer, work on the scene, and call up the writers on the phone. Hey, you got any ideas? Meanwhile, the crew was tapping their foot on the stage, waiting for us to come out. And then he said, oh, oh, what we're doing here is we're making a $200 million student film. Oh, we're just fucking around. We're playing around. Okay, great. That takes all the pressure off. Let's just jam, man. Let's just play. And man, did it turn out great. End quote. So can you believe that a $200 million studio movie was essentially almost entirely improvised by Jeff Bridges, by Robert Downey Jr. And that's why that movie works so beautifully well, because uh, John Favor just kind of let that go and 
man, that takes some balls. I'm not sure if I have the balls to do that on a you know $200 million Marvel movie. But at the time, uh, they just kind of did it. And that's what happened. They had a very structured story. Obviously, they can't make a movie of that size without it. But you see what I'm talking about. They kind of just played around within the scene. So I'm going to list off some movies that you might have heard of, might not have heard of, that are completely uh, improvised. So you guys can take a look at it. And I will leave them in the show notes at IndieFilmHustle.com forward slash 085. You'll have a list of all these movies so you can guys can take a look at them. Um, a, a movie that just came out recently called Drinking Buddies with Olivia Wilde and Jake London was completely 100% improvised. He had a problem, uh, Joe Swansburg had a problem even getting money for the movie, which I think was about, I think they got around half a million dollars to make the movie. Uh, with uh, Anna Kendrick was also in it, and Ron Livingston was as well. And uh, because they, they they couldn't show a script to anybody, they're like, "Look, this guy's made thirty movies like this, uh, you know." And he took him a little while to get the money, even with Olivia Wilde and Anna Kendrick and uh, starring. But they got it, and the movie came out great. A lot of people really really liked it. And uh, definitely check out Joe Swansburg's um, work because Joe Swansburg is one of those um, directors who've has been doing this since 2004, 2005, and he's got almost 30 movies under his belt, and all of them have been improvised. So some of them are great, some of them are not, uh, but at least he got the work done, and he's been growing and growing and growing, and now he's doing much bigger things, and now he's doing, I think, a Netflix series or something along those lines. So definitely check out Joe Swansburg's uh, work. Um, the, the poster child for this uh, currently in, in today's world is Mark Duplass. If you guys have not heard the the Calvary is not coming speech from South by Southwest on how to make a movie for a thousand dollars. I will put that link in the in the description as well. Amazing, uh, forty five minutes that every filmmaker should listen to. And his movie Puffy Chair came out, I think in two thousand and four, two thousand five, and completely improvised. Huge festival hit. And now um, he still does that kind of work. All his movies he does improvise. He has a structure, he has an outline, and then they just kind of go with it. And uh, it's, I can't tell you again, I'm going to say this probably a few more times in this podcast, I can't explain to you how freeing it is as a director, as a creative, as an artist, to just not have the pressure of the script and just kind of go with what happens in the day. Now, again, it just works for me and it might not work for you, but that's, and it obviously works for a lot of people and I'm going to continue to list off a few more movies that you might have not heard of. Um, A big studio movie from Sony was This Is The End. Uh, the Seth Rogen uh, movie and that whole crew. And that was about 85% improvised. So that was a big studio movie that they basically just had fun and improvised. Now they had an amazing cast that was versed to do that. But uh, I, I just still can't believe that big, big studio movies, this happens. Um, another one of my favorite movies uh, in the indie world is Your Sister's Sister with Mark Duplass and Emily Blunt. And uh, it was directed by another amazing director. Her name is Lynn Shelton. Definitely look up Lynn Shelton's work. Uh, she's done a bunch of movies like this, uh, Hump Day, uh, among other movies. And she's a TV director as well. So she comes in and out from indies to TV. And she does a lot of improvis- improvisational uh, stuff in her movies as well uh, at, at a high quality. So definitely check, that, check her out as well. Now, uh, a very famous one from 1999, Blair Witch, the Blair Witch Project, 100% improvised. They basically just threw a bunch of actors into the forest and threw stuff at them and they recorded themselves. So that's the extreme to this. It's it's really uh, pretty crazy. But again, 100% improvised. Uh, like Crazy 
with the late, unfortunately, the late Anton uh, Yelchin and uh, Felicity Jones, a wonderful movie by Drake Dramas, uh, who he also admitted not having a script, uh, basically just an outline and all of the dialogue being improvised by this uh, amazing, uh, the two amazing young actors. And Jennifer Lawrence is in that movie as well. So check that one out. Uh, the One I Love is also another one by Mark Duplass, who's an actor with uh, Elizabeth Moss. Uh, and it's directed by Charlie McDowell. Another great movie to check out to see what it's like when you don't have dialogue and you kind of just go with it. Another really surprising one was a movie called Blue Valentine, which is from a few years back with Ryan Gosling and Michelle Williams. They both had been attached to the project for between seven and uh, one was seven years, one was five years. So they had a really good idea about the story. They shot it chronologically. And uh, they both kind of, uh, you know, uh, Williams and Goslin both spent about a month living together um, before the film kind of got off the ground. The director and the writer, Derek uh, Cyan-France, if uh, please forgive me, but uh, he wrote over 60 drafts of the movie and then completely threw all of the drafts away and let them go off. And the result was an extremely powerful movie about two people falling in and out of love. So that one, definitely check out as well. Um, the Academy Award-nominated American Hustle by David O. Russell had a very clear idea. He had a plot, he had a script, but he just let the actors go sometimes because, as he said, he was much more interested in character than he was in plot. And he just kind of went off. So that movie, heavily improvised as well, again, with a structure. Um uh, Vera Drake, the 2006 movie by the legendary Mike Lee. Mike Lee is uh, known for his method of, of working improv in, in, in improv, basically, is he will spend four months rehearsing the movie with his actors and writing down the rehearsals, which are all improvised. So the dialogue is very, very natural and very good, and, and he just kind of does it that way. And he actually won the Oscar for Best Original Screenplay for Vera Drake, which was funny. He, he actually just sent a script in, but it wasn't really the script of the movie. It was kind of like the script was really the script was the movie. The movie was the screenplay. Um, and then the, the the father of all of this, before Curb Your Enthusiasm, before all of these other movies and TV shows that kind of went through this style, there was the legendary John Cassavetes. John Cassavetes is the godfather of independent film. If you guys have not heard of who John Cassavetes is, please go to the show notes and click on the links that I leave you. You need to know who John Cassavetes is. His very first movie was called Shadows. And at the end of the movie, you can read the film that you've just seen was improvised. He wrote dozens of movies and partly self-financed many of them when people were not self-financing feature films. It was not as easy as it is today. And it still had to shoot films, still had to edit on flatbed. It was a whole other world. And he was doing that. And his his methods were adopted by many of the people that we just talked about. So John Cassavetes is kind of the godfather of all of this kind of stuff. So I hope you guys got a little bit of an idea about what it really takes to make a good movie. And sometimes it doesn't need a screenplay. And I know that's sacrilege. I know that's, oh my God, how can he say that? All we're ever taught is how important the screenplay is. What's important is the story, guys. It's the story. 
And the words that the actors say, the characters say, don't have to come from the writer many times. And I know, look, I'm a writer, I understand, and I like having the actors read my, my, um, my words. But at the end of the day, guys, there's so many obstacles in front of us to be filmmakers, so many obstacles to get our stories out there. If we can remove one big one, which is the screenplay. And again, I'm not saying you don't need a structure. You need a story. You need an outline. You have to understand all the elements of storytelling. But the screenplay itself, the dialogue, can be improvised by good actors. Lean on them. Let them work with you. And I guarantee you they're going to have so much fun. And that fun is going to come right into the screen. It's not going to sound stilted. It's not going to sound like, oh my God, I have to do it this way. This is just one of million methods on making a movie. But I'm just wanted to kind of put a spotlight on it because it's something that I've recently discovered in the last year and now have been employing it myself. And the freedom that I feel is amazing. And I want you guys, you know, if you have a great screenplay and that's not a problem, then go off and make your movie. But I'm tired of all of these these roadblocks that get thrown in front of us as filmmakers to get the movie made if you don't have the right camera, if you don't have the right audio, if you don't have the right actors, if you don't have the right distribution, if you don't have the right genre, if you know, all this kind of crap that's thrown in front of you. And a lot of it's thrown by ourselves. We're actually throwing the obstacles in front of us ourselves. That's exactly what happened to me. But what I found that by doing it this way, oh my God, it's so freeing. I can't explain, I can't say that enough. It is like a breath of fresh air. And the actors that I've worked with so far, shooting um, This Is Meg is, they are so happy. They are so energetic on set. They go the extra mile. They're having so much fun. Um, and they actually told me after we're done, we're like, oh my God, this has been like been so much fun. I'm so happy. Please let me know when we could do this again. So it, it it's it's really, really, really powerful, guys. So definitely think about it, study it, and take a look at the movies that, I, I, that are in the show notes. All right, because I think that's what I did. I watched probably around 50 to 100 of these kind of movies and was shocked at how many there are because it's not something you hear about very often. Oh, the movie's all improvised. It's not something that people talk about uh, as much, like Iron Man, for God's sakes. But but anyway, it's something that I wanted to bring a spotlight to, guys. So I hope this helps you guys move a little closer to getting your dream of making a feature film and making it into a reality. One thing I really want to do, guys, is strip down all of these preconceived notions of what you absolutely need to make a good movie. There are a million ways to crack that egg. And I hope, my humble hope, is that my journey with This Is Meg will help inspire other filmmakers, other artists, to not allow what everybody else says that has to be, you have to do this, you have to do that and all the crap that they sell you in film school, that you can go off and do it on your own. You don't need a million things. You don't need a 50-man crew, again, for the kind of stories that I'm trying to tell. But you cater the story you're trying to tell to what you're capable of having. And the screenplay has always been one of the biggest obstacles in my way. And taking that off of my plate, in a sense, and just allowing me to work on story, structure, plot, character has been nothing but a revelation so i hope i can pass that on to you guys oh and before i forget there is another uh kind of sponsor that we have for this show uh another course that i think any writer listening to this will be very very interested in 
the masterclass with Aaron Sorkin, Academy Award-winning Aaron Sorkin of The Social Network and Steve Jobs and West Wing and Newsroom and so on. Head over to IndieFilmHustle.com forward slash Sorkin, S-O-R-K-I-N, to get early access to this amazing course. And if you are interested in checking out the Indie Film Syndicate, which is over 40 hours of online courses adding new uh, content all the time, have a full, the entire library of the Indie Film Hustle podcast at your fingertips as well. All of that um, for a really reasonable price that is going to be limited time. So right now it's at $17 a month uh, or $185 a year. And I will be coming out with a limited, very limited time, lifetime price. Anybody who wants that, do a lifetime membership for it. But uh, it is at IndieFilmSyndicate.com. Check it out. And uh, and it's a 30-day money-back guarantee, guys. And it really helps Indie Film Hustle out a lot. Helps us uh, finance. This is Meg. And uh, keeping this all this great content going for you guys. Because that's why I'm here. I'm here to provide value to you guys and help you guys make your movie. And uh, hopefully by me making my movie, I can help and share that information with you guys. So thank you again for all the support and the well wishes and the emails. I keep getting all these wonderful emails um, from everywhere around the world about This Is Meg and also about The Syndicate and also about Indie Film Hustle. So thanks again so, so much, guys. Again, if you want to go to the show notes, it's IndieFilmHustle.com forward slash 085. Now we are on 15 days left. So we're halfway through on This Is Meg. So please head over to ThisIsMeg.com. Check out how we've built out our crowdfunding campaign, our video, and our incentives. And I really do need your help, guys. So this is Meg.com. Keep that hustle going. Keep that dream alive. And I'll talk to you guys soon. Thanks for listening to the Indie Film Hustle podcast at IndieFilmHustle.com. That's I-N-D-I-E-F-I-L-M-H-U-S-T-L-E.com. Your Total Wine & More store is ready to serve you with our always low prices on an incredible 8,000 wines and 2,500 beers. Want it today? Try our same-day delivery or contactless curbside pickup at TotalWine.com. Whether you're grabbing your favorite beer or pouring a glass to enjoy an evening on the deck, Total Wine & More has you covered. Visit any of our 12 stores in Northern Virginia. Your Total Wine & More store is ready to serve you with our always low prices on an incredible 8,000 wines and 2,500 beers. Want it today? Try our same-day delivery or contactless curbside pickup at TotalWine.com. Whether you're grabbing your favorite beer or pouring a glass to enjoy an evening on the deck, Total Wine & More has you covered. Visit any of our 12 stores in Northern Virginia.